Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet 
with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info for our full show archive, the montages, my books, top news stories, and more, all at www thesecretteachings.info and most of you know that even if you're not a subscriber to The Secret Teachings you can go to the website and you can find the free show archive at the top of the page and in that free show archive we have a, a number of different archives. We have one archive called the Cosmic Scam Show Archive and if you click on that it's our Cosmic Scam Archive. We've got interviews with uh, Mike D. We've got interviews with Joe from the Carolinas. We've got interviews with Stephen Cambion all in that free artic, uh, free archive. And uh, we have our shows uh, called the, the the series that we do, The Mystery Scam Theater, uh, The Lord of the Lies. I, I think I need to update it and put that in there. Uh, and what this archive really is, it's totally free to access. You can download the shows. You know, it's on your cosmic con artists and your scammers and the people that just make crap up as they go. And uh, they get called out and they, uh, well, they talk themselves into corners quite often and then you call them out and they call you terrorists and I mean I, I don't necessarily like doing shows like this but it became a new form of entertainment to talk about people like David Wilcock and Jordan Sather and I was just going about my daily business doing radio and looking at what other people in the industry said and then I, I heard this guy named David Wilcock making these comments and I said that doesn't sound right this guy's got a big ego I think he's just full of crap and then he wrote like a six-page article about how he didn't have a big ego so I started following his stuff, and it's like he listens to the secret teachings. He listens to these other shows. And if this guy was just another Internet hack, that would be one thing. But he's making hundreds of thousands of dollars through ch- fake charities or real charities where he's just ripping people off and you know, thousands of dollars for movies that he never makes that he acquires through donations. And people just keep feeding this guy money. So in a way, it's kind of funny. It's like, I'm not really happy that Joe Biden's president, but it's going to be a lot of great material for the next four years. And I'm not really great, uh, you know, really excited that David Wilcox still spreading lies that make, you know, my job more difficult because of what I talk about. It discredits everything, but it's just as long as this guy keeps making eight hour videos, you know, I've got, I've got something to talk about. It's kind of fantastic. So we've got all these shows for free in the archive at the secret info. And if you have, uh, comments or thoughts or whatever you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com tonight i have a special treat for you i have stephen cambion who hosts a show you can find it on facebook and on youtube that's where most of his viewers are on youtube uh called truth seekers stephen cambion and uh, he talks to uh, a, a lot of different people about things like um well He's going to be talking uh, this weekend with Kevin Randall. Uh, he's talked with uh, uh, people about things like cosmic scams. He talks a lot about David Wilcock, and his videos are hilarious because he can curse on his, so they're hilarious. And what I'm going to play for you tonight is an interview from earlier this evening, a, a kind of a simulcast from Truth Seekers and the Secret Teachings 
And uh, most of the interview, you'll hear a lot of it. Some of it will still be uploaded on his YouTube page tomorrow. So this is kind of a cross-promotion between Truth Seekers and the Secret Teachings. You can find him on YouTube, Stephen Cambian, S-T-E-V-E-N, S-T-E-V-E-N, Cambian, C-A-M-B-I-A-N. I think he's hilarious, and he always brings up really great points about these, uh, about these frauds, about these con artists that make it a lot more difficult for people like me to do my job. But why, does, why do you care about that? Well, you should care because if you're interested in any kind of objectivity, if you're interested in what people arbitrarily call the truth, then you should be concerned when people say, you know, like Wilcox said, he's like the Chinese have a, have a nuclear weapon that makes things really small. And now because I'm saying it, it sounds so freaking crazy. I got to play the audio for you. I can't believe he actually said this stuff. I think this guy can't 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 get any better than that. And then here he comes with a, a, a mini nuclear weapon. Type of weapon that they call a sixth gen, and I'm not going to say the rest of the words. These sixth gens are uh, still a possible threat. Now they are not. Uh, they don't use this radioactive quality. Um, so supposedly, supposedly uh, there's no maybe. actual long-term damage, but Possibly. everything inside the area that is affected turns into a very small thing. So like if you can imagine uh, a spherical type of halo that goes and just pops in on itself and then everything inside that halo just gets squished down to a very small size and then whatever else is around it is just a crater of what would have been there outside of that bubble. Oops, honey, I shrunk the city. I guess it's kind of like uh, I think Stephen Cambian said that was <laughs> that was like an episode of Superman or something from back in the day, which is where these people get their stuff. You know, like Babylon Five, Star Trek, Star Wars, really obscure sci-fi crap B movies, and then they just they talk about it like it's real. So tonight, Stephen Cambian and I, uh, Stephen Cambian and I are going to talk about uh, well, what I call the grift of Gab, and David Wilcox sure does have the gift of the grift of Gab. Right here on The Secret Teachings at the halfway point, we'll have a break and then come back with more of the show. And you can find the entirety of the show will be free in our archive at thesecretteachings.info. And it will also be free to listen to the whole thing on video as well. It'll be up tomorrow night, the 24th of January. Stephen Cambian, Truth Seekers, Truth Seekers on Facebook. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM, and don't forget about the Fringe.fm or Fringe.fm, the network website, all the Fringe FM shows, and you can download the free Fringe FM app. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is Secret Teachings, and we'll be back after this short break. We'll come right in to Stephen Camby and myself talking on Truth Seekers. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. For all of you who supported The Secret Teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021, here in the month of Janus, the year of the Ox, and the year of Revelations, you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books, the old and new. 
You'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the United States for free, autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive montages, digital books, and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. On The Secret Teachings, we use history and anthropology, magic and esotericism, and even a little bit of nutrition and comedy mixed with some great guests to examine our world and beyond. For 10 years, we've used occultism and symbols to bring you a unique and objective look at the past, present, and future. Join us by tuning in Monday through Friday to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, exclusively new right here on The Fringe FM, www.thesecretteachings.info. Greetings and salutations, friends. This is a first time uh, for both of our shows. Today, uh, Ryan from The Secret Teachings and me, Stephen Cambion from Truth Seekers, are going to be doing uh, something like an old-school simulcast. 
back in the day, radio stations to increase viewership would sometimes both broadcast the same show and work on it as a team together. So I'm pleased and excited. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Stephen. I've been watching the uh, the Truth Seeker videos, and I've been laughing <laughs> in the morning at work. Anywhere I go, I've got, I've got you playing. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. And I, I'm a big fan of of the Secret Teachings, and uh, you can find you can find Ryan's show everywhere. You know, we're just a, a stream show, but his is on any any place you get your podcasts, right? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, some some of them are kind of like hijacked but you can get them <laughs> even though they're hijacked they should only be on the fringe fm and itunes and a few other places or my website yeah i i just had somebody try to uh take all of my old radio shows and put them on another on a podcast network full of ads without my knowledge permission or consent so i had to send them a, a letter yeah those are the those are like low level cons low level cons steven those are the people that just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like I was thinking, I'm like, that's like a hundred hours of my life, and you're not yeah. gonna take take that and put a bunch of your stupid ads in there and collect the money every month. Like people have done that to me on YouTube, and what that is, that's like people that aren't even trying to make up some crap. They're just outright <laughs> stealing. Yeah, just, just steal other people's shows if it's about something that they think will sell or people yeah. click on. Yeah, and they clickbaited a lot of the titles. That they, like they changed my titles to all clickbaity stuff. You know, like oh like yeah, al- you know, like alien abductee or alien hybrid speaks or all this. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not even what the yeah. show's about. But, I mean, yeah. I, I, for those of, of those people listening who can't see, you've got glasses on right now. I can't see your eyes. They might be reptilian. <laughs> no, you know, I get a lot of shit once in a while. It's, you know, because I do that because I have a paralyzed eye. And on video, it looks really bad. It's like Quasimodo, you know, like I could be looking at the audience, but my one eye is going over here. So, yeah. So you've been you've been keeping up with the latest of the, the garbage brigade. That's what I call it. We have Simon Parks, Kerry Cassidy, and most notably, David Wilcock, World's Worst Psychic, out there pushing this letter of the alphabet uh, and by the way, we don't want to mention that letter here, Ryan. We just say right. the letter of the alphabet because the algorithms are going crazy and they don't know if we're talking about it like it's real or if we're doing what we're doing, which is making fun of it. But you've been watching. What's your take on some of these people well, lately I, on the scene? A couple of things. I like your Google prayer. You've been saying yes. a prayer to Google. I like we got to do it every time. Dear AI algorithm gods, That's- please realize... We are making fun of these stupid people talking about this letter of the alphabet nonsense or people spreading health pandemic misinformation. We are making fun of them. We're critiquing them. We do not agree with these crazy mothers. Praise Google. Amen. Every day I do a prayer to the AI algorithm gods that I will not be stricken down simply for mentioning some of this stuff. You see, this, this is the danger. These assholes have done this. All of us. They've made everybody's lives so much harder now. They have, and that's this is the reason people ask me all the time, why do you talk about people like David Wilcock? Why do you talk about people like Jordan Sather? I say mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a number of reasons. One, this guy has blackballed me from conferences personally. So I have a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a personal you know, issue. For those, for those that don't know, uh, Ryan was accused of being a terrorist at a conference <laughs> simply because he was going to sit in the audience of David Wilcock and take notes. And David Wilcock all but refused to speak if he was going to be allowed in the room even. That's what a coward 
Mr. Yeah. Wilcox. Yeah, they had to give me my press pass under the table, Stephen, uh, Stephen without telling, <laughs> telling anybody. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, speaking of that, so I, I guess to answer your question, that nonsense, all the Wilcox, say they're good, Emory Smith, all that nonsense. I don't know, for people that are watching the video, they can see my blue rooster robot chicken shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got... Um, We've got these on our T Public site at the Secret Teachings.info, but I've been for a while disconnected. Oh, I'll order one of them. I'll order one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have one. We gotta get a whole line of these. We gotta get one where David Wilcox saluting. Yeah. That was one of my favorite uh, favorite memes that we made. But I don't know. Yeah, and I stole it from you when I made him salute truth seekers. Yeah, I totally stole it from Ryan. Ryan had him. Ryan had him saluting the secret teachings. You know yeah. what that? You know what that was though. He was saluting Woody, the fallen whistleblower. <laughs> yeah, and Pete Peterson, the fake Pete Ronald Reagan science and technology advisor yeah, who, that never worked for Ronald Reagan. Yeah, who had pee in jars in his house? I think when they yeah. cleaned it out. His, his house was filled with jars of piss. <laughs> well, <laughs> real I, high quality whistleblower. He's got jars of piss all over his house. Well, he had a ten thousand dollar microscope, and there were a million dollar microscope. A microscope, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've been away from it for a while, and to be honest with you, it was because of you, Stephen, that I got back into it. So thanks for that. I had forgotten. Yeah, yeah, you don't know whether you want to thank me or punch me in the face because somehow yeah. I'm, I'm making people listen to this shit. I'm making them. They got to. Forcing them. I stayed away too, but then I, I checked back in and I went, holy jeez, the level of crazy has just risen like 100%. It's like, it's so bad. And what I love most about David Wilcox's latest is that now he's pivoting from the letter of the alphabet and trying to prove to everybody what what a psychic he is, while the last month has been giving terrible, awful predictions, none of which came true. Well, that's... Like he predicted Trump would win. Then he predicted that the the, 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 the the election will never be certified because of all the fraud proof and the Supreme Court. That didn't happen. Then he predicted... That the, that the inauguration would never happen. That's not going to happen because if it happens, all the alliance are going to get murdered. And guess including him and Corey Good, they're alliance members. They're the good guys. All of his predictions for the past month or two, totally batshit wrong. And he's trying to still convince everybody that he has superpowers. I, I mean, these, these are really bold predictions. I mean, to, to say that the president won't be the president, to say the inauguration won't happen... I mean, these are very, very bold predictions to make. But yeah. see, what he's done, I noticed this about a year ago. He started to pivot away from the definitive prophecies, you know, because he's Edgar Casey uh, reincarnated. He started to pivot in, <laughs> into using yeah. words. I, I think he got a lawyer, and lawyers advised him, or other con artists who are better at this advised him. Now he starts using words like maybe, perhaps, might, it appears, possibly just very vague generalized terms so he can back easier out of the BS when it's obvious that he was wrong, which that's my big question to people that follow Wilcock and the so-called letter of the alphabet. How many times have these people been wrong? Why are they still getting super chats, Steven? Why are they still making tens of thousands of dollars? Yeah. yeah. And the money keeps rolling in and you're right. I noticed a definite change in his verbiage lately. I think uh, he's he's watching people like you. He's watching people like me, 
and, and maybe C.W. Channer and a few others that are very critical of his streams. And he's trying at least to, you know, answer some of the criticism, but he's doing a terrible job of it. Because yeah. now it's like, listen, uh, this, uh, this source of mine said that 50,000 Chinese troops are invading the United States from the Canadian border. But don't worry, we dropped a bunker-busting bomb on all 50,000 of them and killed them all. Now, this, uh, this, this source of mine says this is true. Uh, it may not be true. It could possibly be true. I'm not sure if it's true, but here is what I believe. And then he goes on to tack on his garbage theories on top of one thing that he could point to on the Internet, which isn't even a good source, because, by the way, his source for the Chinese invasion was Hal Turner, a white supremacist, Holocaust-denying, convicted felon, said that 50,000 Chinese troops, so David Wilcock runs with it. Then he does something that I like to call the super-duper David Wilcock prover maneuver. He's, what he is that? Yeah, what no, is that? Is, he does it all the time. He does it all the time. <laughs> and it wasn't me who mentioned, uh, who figured this out. Actually, I, I heard C.W. Channer talk about this, and then I started going, oh, Channer's right. He does it all the time. It's the super-duper prover maneuver. Here's what he does. He throws out one thing that he can show you a source for. Even if the source is terrible, like a white supremacist, Holocaust-denying, convicted felon said that Chinese troops. So he'll show people that. And then the super duper prover maneuver is he'll start talking about like he got a dream about this is really happening or he invents a brand new source right on the right at the moment. Like I was talking to a new insider that I was talking yeah. to that also confirms the, the validity of what I'm showing you here. It's the super duper prover maneuver. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that's what it was called, but that's what CW Channel calls it. <laughs> That's that's what I noticed too. I'm not sure what he calls it. I call it the super duper prover maneuver. <laughs> well, when He's got to prove, you know, and, and and this is like, see, what I'm telling you is accurate. I just talked to a brand new insider that confirms this. Well, I, I'm not going to tell you who they are. I read a right? story. I read a story, Stephen, about uh, it was for Yahoo News, and they mentioned that there were Chinese troops that were like training in Canada with yeah, Trudeau's government. Some, yeah, there's always some tiny little bit of of nugget of of truth it's just like you know there's always a little bit of truth in a myth right these people right. they take this little bit of truth and then they just go nuts with it chinese troops training in canada you know on a peaceful mission is a bunker busting bomb being dropped on the border yeah, they're <laughs> nuclear you know and my new favorite of david wilcox's latest bullshit is the nuclear weapon that's the, the fate the brand new nuclear weapon and it doesn't blow anything up it shrinks it everything shrinks it. You know, like the like the Krypton, the the Krypton city, right? Like Superman has that little bottle city, Candor. It's from comic books. This is all from comic books. He reads too many comic books, and then he thinks this shit is real. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to listen to him and Emery Smith go at it on like Gaia TV, and I would sit there and <laughs> think like, that's Star Wars, that's Star Trek, that's a bad Stargate. sci-fi movie. They that's love Star. They do they love, love Stargate. Stargate. Yeah, yeah, and and believe it or not, David Wilcock and Emery Smith and Corey Good, they all steal from Babylon Five, which is a much lesser. <laughs> it's a much lesser known science fiction, old school, but it's a great show about aliens and Earth and you know, different species. And you know, yeah, he they, he claimed that he had a dream. Well, he always had. That's the proof again. The dreams he had a dream. That's part of the prover maneuver. Yeah, it is part it's of. True, because I dreamed about I it. Dreamed about it. My mom slipped on ice. 
you know? I slipped on ice. I dreamed about it. <laughs> That's what he said. The, so my superpowers must be real. What was the, the thing he said? I think it was one of his books. It was about how he, he watched Star Wars, and then he gave this, when he was a kid, and he gave this other description about how he felt after that, and then he had a dream of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Did you hear this one? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi is a spirit guide. Yep, it's his. Yes. he said it was his father. His father came to him as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a dream, and gave him this inf- gave him this information. Well, he, he's also said that Star Wars. He said this on the Jenny McCarthy show. Star Wars is basically a documentary. All that's real. I it's basically that. a documentary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It all happened in a galaxy far, far away, a long, long time ago. See, that's 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 history. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's like the 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 Electric Wars. You ever heard them talk about the Electric Wars, Stephen? Yeah. Yeah, I confronted Laura uh, Laura Eisenhower about that at a conference. And you know what she said to me? She said, yeah, I'd be happy to show you the source. I got this on video. I said, okay, show me the source. <laughs> yeah, it's my friend's wackadoo website. Yeah. 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 Ascensionfiles.net or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. These people, that's another common trait we find with these people is that they all have these sources that if you peel back a few layers of the deception that they're using when they present these sources – it's it's ridiculous. I mean, like they've got, uh, let's see, court martial child molesters, white supremacist, Holocaust denying convicted felons as sources, uh, fake Ronald Reagan science and technology advisor who worked for the Russian equivalent of NASA, but he never worked for Ronald Reagan or the Russian equivalent of NASA, and he didn't win the Order of Lenin Award. Anybody can look up who won the Order of Lenin Award. Pete Peterson was not on the list. So they just make these people's histories up and they're criminals or, you know, felons. We've got Carrie they Cassidy, got Mark Richards. Yeah, they got dementia. Yeah. Uh, what, what is his name? Uh, uh, Jay Weiner from Reality Check, who was the producer on Cosmic Disclosure, said uh, publicly that Pete Peterson was such a rambling, senile old man. And David Wilcock was trying to, like, handle him, you know, like try to guide him and push him to say what he needed him to say and it took them like hours and hours and hours of this guy rambling and then they they it was a nightmare to try to edit into some kind of congruent thought process he just was a senile old man rambling about off-world planets and aliens that he visited and all this garbage so so is wilcox smarter than we think he is and he's really good at grifting he's really good at conning or is he just gullible or is it a combination that's a serious question for you Stephen. what do you think I don't, I, I, I think he truly believes the, the longer that I am subjected to his garbage, the more I think that he truly believes this. He truly believes it. But I do believe that there is a component to he's always grubbing for money. There is definitely a component of the con. He's well aware that this shit is making him money. And the more fantastical the claims, the bigger the, the payoff seems to be for him. I mean, think about it. Before before good, right, he was running around telling everybody he was Edgar Casey reincarnated, right? And that we're all gonna get light bodies, right? Then he pivots into Corey Good's five year narrative of garbage bullshit with no evidence after five years, and more money comes his way. Then he pivots into this letter of the alphabet and more money comes his way. He keeps growing the base of lunatics that watch him and, and, and send now, him money. And now he's going to the uh, the channeling again. He's going back to the channeling. He said he was channeling Jesus, I heard. Yeah. Jesus, angelic beings, and tall white aliens. And by the way, 
The mythos or the mythology of the tall white aliens were all invented by Charles Hall, who is a complete and total fraud. He was never in the Air Force. We checked. We, we went to the ends of the earth, checking out that guy's background. He claims he was in the Air Force. He claims that he went to this Air Force weather training school. He wasn't in any of the pictures. He wasn't in the, the list of people that graduated from that class at that base. Complete and total fraud. So David Wilcock is channeling fake aliens <laughs> made up by a fake other guy. It's awesome. Well, well, you know what they do, Stephen? What they do is, I think I've been in the minds of these people so long, I know how they think. So what they'll say is, you couldn't find his record because the cabal wiped it. So there wasn't any proof that he was in <laughs> yes. the military. Yeah, just like Bob Lazar. They just completely and totally erased him from MIT and Caltech. And the men in black, I love this about Bob Lazar. If we're to believe that line of thinking, that means that the men in black had to crawl into every dusty attic, every basement, every garage of everybody at that school for those times, steal out the the, the real yearbook that had pictures of Bob Lazar and mentions of <laughs> Bob Lazar and switch it out. And hundreds and thousands of men in black had to go all over the country and sneak into people's houses, garages, attics, storage areas, whatever, steal out the yearbooks and put them back. It's a ridiculous explanation, and they all use it. you got to bring out the men in black explanation if you get caught. Well, you know, another thing I noticed is that some of these claims they make, they're so outlandish, they're, they're beyond outlandish. Like you mentioned on one of your shows recently how Wilcox said that they had put bombs under all these bridges, right, across the United yeah, States. Yeah, I got that from you from a clip where we talked about this before. Yeah, so yeah. tell us a little bit about the bomb plot bridges <laughs> that David Wilcox has talked about before. Because, listen, this I think some of these things perfectly display how ridiculous this man is and how worthless his garbage information is. Well, this is one of my favorite predictions. He goes from saying there's a bomb under every bridge on the expressways across across the country so they can blow the bridges and prevent us from leaving the big cities and stuff and going into the countryside to hide from, I guess, the Chinese troops. But the bigger one, Stephen, was when he said the cabal, they have tanker trucks. They have cabal tanker trucks. Uh, the gasoline. Yeah, yeah. all the gasoline. They're, they're going to come siphon the car or the, the gas out of your car. And then he, like, as he's explaining it, he's basically saying they're going to siphon the gas out of every single vehicle in the United States. And I was thinking, like, there's like 60 cars on my street. You know how long it would take to <laughs> siphon the gas out of one car? <laughs> yeah, and we talked about this. Like, I lived in Philadelphia where there would be, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of cars. Right? So how many tankers? They would need, like... They would need, like, uh, the, the world's hugest fleet of tanker trucks to empty out 100,000 cars of all the gasoline. It's so fucking And he doesn't even stop to think, like, how ridiculous is this? Is this too ridiculous? <laughs> like, the math doesn't even add up. You can't empty into tanker trucks every car in a major city. Imagine New York City. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it, just be easier to, wouldn't it be just easier to set off, like, an, an electromagnetic pulse to disable yeah, the cars? See, I, I have you, you ought to email him that. He'll talk about it on his next bullshit stream. <laughs> well, you know, you know, when you say that he's listening to us, I heard you say he was listening to the Truth Seeker show. You know, when you've done shows, he watches. He watches. Listen, he 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 can say whatever he wants behind my back, but I know people who know him very well, right? And some of those people are not his friends. I'll just leave it at that and and say that I have it on very good authority. That he is such an egomaniac. It's it's not just my show. 
he Googles himself constantly, and anybody that talks about him, he watches it. It doesn't matter if it's you, me, another show host, Paranormal Hood, uh, Stina, Bobina, uh, C.W. Channer, anybody that talks about him critically, he watches every moment of it. Yeah, they're, they're, and he has said some things on his show that directly, uh, you know, I don't want to say real directly, but it's like anybody that watches my show has been hearing him say some things that they know he heard on my like show. You, like he's, you call he's it starting out. To address, yeah, he's starting to address the criticism, right? He's saying like, yeah, on his latest, my favorite was, he's like, oh, yeah, I know what these critics are all, all say. David Wilcock does a stream and then none of this ever happens. <laughs> and it doesn't. Yeah. Well, I think my whole thing with him started at Contact in the Desert like five years ago, and I just went into the conference. I knew who he was. I didn't have any feelings on him. I just went in and I watched it, and I listened to him. He like yelled at his audience, and he there was like a weird woman doing yoga in front of him, bowing down to him. That was very weird. And I just started thinking like this is like this is like a cult or something. And then I yeah. I left and I did a radio show because you know people had supported the secret teachings to send me out there. I did a show on the on the event. And all I did was I made this one really terrible joke. I said, I did go to see Wilcock. I went into the room, but his ego was so big, there wasn't anywhere for me to sit. And that's all I said, dude. <laughs> that's all I said. And then I got, an, I got a message from my friend. He calls me the next day, and he's like, did you, did you talk about Wilcock on your show? And I said, yeah. I said he had a big ego. He's like, you got to check out his website, man. He wrote like a six-page article on how he doesn't have a big ego. And I was, that was the first time yeah. I experienced it. And then I started like, yeah. I started seeding it, Stephen. I would like <laughs> make a comment, you know, make a comment, do a big show, put the promo out there. And then like a week later, he'd do his live stream and he's just addressing like what me or you or other people are saying. Yeah, it's not, it's not our ego. He's literally addressing what we're saying and then <laughs> using oh, it to I adapt. Thought, yeah. And I thought of a great example. I did this David Wilcock box of dildos challenge. Oh, that and was for great. Those that was For great. those who don't know, I just challenged him, like, let's check out your superpowers. If your superpowers are real, I'll give you $10,000 to your favorite charity if you could find where I buried this huge box of dildos somewhere in the world. You can use your superpowers, whatever you want to use. And I kept pushing that, box of dildos, box of dildos, box of dildos. He's never used the term box in any of his posts. Right after I did that, he starts saying that him and Danny Brinkley were going to unlock boxes of knowledge. <laughs> Right. And everybody emailed me these posts because they know that he had a C knows about that box of dildos. Hasn't found one of them they're, yet. They're, they're still underground. Dildos. We've got dildos in 12 countries. Viewers of mine <laughs> buried dildos. Then they sent me pictures of like them burying the dildo. And like if he finds the viewer of dildos, he gets $10. If he finds the huge box of dildos, he gets $10,000. So far, he hasn't found a single dildo with his superpowers. <laughs> well, you know, the superpowers and the pivoting away from things that he can't prove and those vague words that he uses, I've noticed all that he's doing that, but he's also, I think the subconscious is getting to him. I really do. Because a lot yeah, of the times... Right. It's leaking. It's, it's, it's leaking. bleeding through. Yeah, it's bleeding through now. You can see it more and more. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that lately, and I comment on it while we're watching his video. Like, he'll say something like, Oh yeah, David Wilcock does a stream and then nothing ever happens. You know, it's bleeding through, you know, or, or he talks about like, Oh, uh, you know, uh, people say I only care about money or, you know, like it's you're right. His subconscious is bleeding and guilt is bleeding in there to his conscious waking mind while he's speaking now. 
Yeah, it's I, like breaking. He's breaking down in there. <laughs> I I talked to someone who knew him really well, um, a really big name person, just for the the credibility of this statement. Uh, and he told me he's like, yeah, I met Wilcock, and he said I, I didn't have a good experience with him, but he said, yeah, he he owns or his family owns. They own this big Malibu mansion, and I never had that verified until the video I watched of him his the other night where he was talking about how he's like, well, I used to live in Malibu on the, on the top of this mountain. And I was like, yeah, that's the mountain house in Malibu. Like your property taxes are probably more than my rent over 10 years in Malibu. And yeah. And it's, and it's, I've done reporting on this, the house that he actually lives in, in Colorado, cabin? the cabin, yeah, it's $1.3 million mansion cabin, that's not a-, a regular one. And he only put 300 down. So he's got a million dollar mortgage. In other words, he owes a million dollars on a $1.3 million mansion. I don't know what the payment, it's got to be $20,000 a month just for the mortgage payment. So you got to be really, he's got to be coming up with new grifts. I think that's why the, the, the the grift goes on, man. He's got a mansion, a a long cabin mansion to pay for. And it's not just that. I think it was you who told me that uh, he showed up to the one conference in a hundred thousand dollar base model car. Now that may have been a rental, but still, I didn't. I didn't say that, but I remember. Was that contact he showed up to? Yeah, yeah, it was in a hundred thousand dollar baseball car. That see, that's the thing. I I was at contact that year, and that's the year I talked to Jordan Sather and was accused of terrorism for asking a question. Right? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> terrorist. <laughs> How dare you ask a question, you terrorist? Yeah. But that's what they do. They amplify everything. We were attacked viciously. Yeah, he we, said he was. We're under, we're under constant attack. He said he was terrified. Wilcox said he was scared to turn around on stage because he said he was going to be assassinated. Did you hear yeah. that one? And he's got to have all this. He's got to have all this security and everything. Like he, yeah. he, he made those conference organizers spend a lot of extra money that was ridiculous on on extra security. And then he also said that the police, the police, were, sta- the yeah. police were standing by. I called the police. They didn't know anything about it. I was, they didn't hear. They, didn't, they barely knew that conference. Was, they knew there was a conference <laughs> going on at that hotel. But they didn't. They, nobody reported any death threats. There was no reports of any violent you know, threats against anybody. It's just made up horseshit to make, make it seem like his information is so important that people are trying to stop him. That's, that's all that is. The men in black and the deep state, yeah, and, bullshit. And, and radio hosts and journalists who have questions to ask. And this this is a great example of what they do. So like Wilcock and Sather were at this conference, and Sather, he's outside after his presentation. He's talking to these people. All I did was go up and ask a question. And that turned into like this big, uh, this big issue outside. People were yelling at me. It was like a cult. His followers were attacking me, like screaming at me. They're trying to shout you down, yeah. Yeah, and telling, and all I said was, I don't buy this alliance deep state stuff. I said it sounds like some dogma. It sounds like heaven and hell, and you know, you you got your priests, your high priests, and the, the textbooks of Eric von Daniken and all these other people that you know you cannot, <laughs> yeah. you can't question. That's it's like a big cult, and you got your Pleiadian aliens; those are your angels and your reptilian demons, and you know, ascension is the rapture, and it just goes on and on. So I was explaining this to like the crowd and they, and they were yelling and heckling me back, but I did have a few other people that came up to me and they asked me like, where are you hearing this at? Where did you get this information? Like I'm interested legitimately. So that plus there was an issue with uh, say there's video feed and they didn't get the DVD out right away. That all turned into contact in the desert is censoring me. Contact <laughs> yeah. in the desert doesn't want you to know about the letter of the alphabet. 
contact. And him. meanwhile, they told him this conference is not about politics. If you're yeah. going to be a speaker, we want you to be a speaker, but you can't you can't talk about politics. He agrees. OK, I won't talk about politics. And then what does he do? He goes and he talks about politics because that's all he has. Yeah. The, and, and, the letter of the alphabet grip. And all they did, though, was just that they were they took a while to get the DVD out. So, so basically, in simple terms, the video, there's an issue with the video that turns into I'm being censored. There's a guy that asks me a question that turns into I was being harassed by a guy who wanted to know about why uh, I believed in the letter of the alphabet. And then that turned into because he told Wilcock that I was a terrorist and that they had to have extra (laughs) extra police. And I was there the whole time, Stephen. There was one cop car just because he was like on a typical patrol just driving around. And that was the police force they had there to protect Wilcock. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. This constant and they all do it like Kerry Cassidy right now. I just talked about her last night on my show. She's grifting and and collecting donations, claiming that her website is under constant cyber attack. People are trying to take her website down. So you need to send me a check so that we can (laughs) stay online. And, And my point is that if she can't show us the proof that her website is actually under constant cyber attack and any I'm an IT guy. Like any IT guy can look at a website logs and tell you if that's an accurate statement or not. And if it's not, then that's consumer fraud. She's telling you as a factual statement, my website is under constant cyber attack. You got to send me money. That's consumer fraud. And they all do it. They all do it. it. Well, well, we'll, that's what another reason I think Wilcock has recently, he's been talking about how, you know, he's got to speak in code now. That's another thing. Now he yeah, speaks in code. The, I can't even stand a list to him anymore. The the D of the E uh, and the F of uh, the DS. It's ridiculous. If he believed what he was saying was real and true, wouldn't he just be a man and say it and not try? He's trying so hard to preserve those super chats. That's what it is. That's where he's making his money. But that actually tells us something. Maybe he's really hurting for money because of his lifestyle. So he's really trying to make sure that YouTube page don't get taken down. Well, we've heard from this Corey Good Accountability Project that Corey Good blows through money like there's no tomorrow. Oh, well, hold on. Like, I, I didn't know about a Corey Good Accountability Project. What is this? Oh, yeah, it's on what my website. This? Oh, this is great. If, if you, you, you haven't been keeping up. So uh, all of the people that used to work directly with and for Corey Good, they started this project with, and it's kind of a nutter because there's a nutter that claims that he talks to aliens that's the host of the show. <laughs> But they're, they all just went and tra- Leon Isaac Kennedy, all the people that are getting sued by him, Adrian Youngblood, the person that ran the, the Dimensions of Disclosure Conference for and with him, they all came out and said, you know, basically he's a low-life scumball that only cares about money, and he fucks everybody. It's great. It's, and I, I, I copied it, and I put it on my channel because I figured that some of those – uh, videos would be taken down and they've already been so a few of them you know like one of them his former lawyer liz Laurie, the one that threatened everybody with ceasing oh the yeah letters. yeah did you get yeah, one she she no i never got one she she came out against him and said that basically she wrote Corey good's entire last course and she was supposed <laughs> to get 40 percent of the money and it was some ridiculous number like seven hundred thousand dollars they made and she was supposed to get 45% of it or something, and he refused to give her the money. What, off of one and, of those blue chicken disclosure courses? Yeah, yeah. $700,000? Who's paying well, this, man? It was $333. So you can imagine he only needed, I don't know, a you know, few hundred people to sign up at that kind of 
money, I guess. But these are claims. They she claims true, that he made seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars. But then she's trying to sue him for money, so she could be exaggerating what he actually made. Uh, but I don't know. But my point was that we've heard from many people that Corey Good blows through money like there's no tomorrow. Leon Isaac Kennedy said that he got him like a, a short term loan for fifty thousand dollars, and then the next month he was broke again. So I don't know what you spend fifty thousand dollars in a month on, but. You know, and I have a feeling that Wilcock is the same way. He lives this millionaire's lifestyle. He's got a million-dollar home, hundred-thousand-dollar cars. These things are not cheap. You know, I, I had somebody email me one time, and I'm, I I don't know about the validity of this, but they said, you know, Emory Smith, uh, he lived in like Palm Springs, right? And that's where they have the, mm-hmm. the big conference. And he said, he's like, man, he's like, I used to know Emory Smith. Like he was, I didn't know him personally, but I saw him. He was like a gym instructor, right, at a gym. And he's like, then suddenly I saw this guy on like Gaia TV and I was wondering, I was like, what the, what the hell is this? This guy was like an instructor at a gym and now he's talking about how he met aliens in some underground military base. And he's, now he's, dr- he did 3000 alien autopsy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I asked him about that. I got that audio yeah, clip. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And he said, no, uh, Wilcock made that up. Wilcock made that autopsy. up. <laughs> yeah. I didn't autopsy 300 aliens. I, I looked at 300 Sam, alien Sam, tissue samples. Yeah. Tissue samples. But yeah, he actually, can you believe him? Probably not. But he said, Wilcock just made up all that stuff. Well, it was interesting. There was also another revelation. The Points on the Curve uh, was, a, was a YouTube channel that his father-in-law, basically uh, Emory Smith's father-in-law, came out with a YouTube channel and told everybody that like, when he was in the hospital and it was supposed to be a deep state attack, that was just because he oh, yeah. went on an alcoholic binge bender. That's what he said? He was, uh-huh, that, was, yeah. that was my theory. Me and my co-host Mike D, we theorized on that. My, my <laughs> My friend said it looks like he went on more of a bender than anything. Yeah. yeah well, you were right. So it turns out that <laughs> it, it, he went on such an alcohol and drug bender that he ended up in the hospital for alcohol poisoning. And meanwhile, Wilcock and Emory Smith put that up on their website and collected something like $50,000 in donations for Emory Smith. Oh, my God. Because he's under deep state attack I think by a bottle of <laughs> Jack Daniels, apparently. <laughs> the deep state are so devious, they sent Emory Smith a whole bunch of alcohol, and he drank it all and fucked himself up. What was, the, yeah. what, what was that one story? I don't remember this story too well, but one of them was driving like a... Uh, they, it was probably drunk driving is what it was. They were driving like an, uh, uh, it a was Range Rover. Driving. It, it was. was drunk driving. I figured yeah, it was. It, it was, was like drunk a drunk driving. Yeah. A, a big accident. Drunk a, driving. A Range Rover, right? Because I, yeah. I drove past this Range Rover dealership in Palm Springs when I was at the conference, and I was thinking, I bet that's where Emory Smith bought his car. And then I looked up <laughs> <laughs> I looked up how much a Range Rover was brand new. It was like $80,000. That's, yeah. where, that's well, where the money's gotta, going. You've got to use everything you can. If you find yourself with alcohol poisoning and you end up in the hospital, that's an opportunity to grift. That's a cunning opportunity. You can take pictures of yourself, claim the deep state poisoned you with slow acting cancer or some shit, right? And start getting those donations. Roll those donations in. You and me are not, we're not good at this. No, we right? can't, we can't lie so, so easily. Like I might be, yeah. wrong. I might be wrong sometimes, but it's not because I thought out a lie. Although I don't think these people think out the lie so much. I think they just, they kind of make it up as they go and then adapt on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's sometimes it really blows up in their face, you know, like uh, it's really blowing up in some of these people's faces right now. And I, I, we are starting to see encouraging signs. Uh, 
you know, if you look on some of these characters' comments lately, there's an awful lot more negative comments than there used to be. Like on Twitter and Facebook? Oh, Twitter, Facebook, all over the place. And I'm not sure if it's because some of them, uh, you know, like I know, for example, Corey Good had a full-time social media person whose only job it was, and I've heard this, this could be rumors and speculation, but uh, I know his social media manager quit. And after she quit, Corey Good's feeds were much fuller with people going, come on, Corey, this is garbage. Or, you know, why are you posting this? This is a fake story. Corey Good literally posted a picture of Titan, a video of Titan the robot, you know, <laughs> a guy in a fucking robot costume and said that it was Saudi Arabia's new battle robots. You know, that's there's a lot of that going on online. There's like a YouTube channel where they have a guy in a suit with the little balls on them. You know, like they're making a video game or some kind of, you know, uh, have <laughs> yeah. you seen that? And they do it with the robot. And people will send me that and say, look at these robots. They've got guns now. They're going to release them on the public. And then at the end of the <laughs> yeah. if you finish the video, that's like, this is how we made the video. It's a guy in a suit. So these people don't even get it's to the end of the video. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. But I am seeing encouraging signs that people are starting. I see it on Kerry Cassidy's a lot. Like, uh, like people are starting to go, like, why would you spread this garbage? You I can't know? believe she still does that stuff. I can't believe. I mean, it's one thing with Wilcock. I guess I follow that closer, but I can't stand Project uh, Camelot. Scam-a-lot. Scam-a-lot. <laughs> it's Project Scamalot, Ryan. And and her information is so valuable that you got to sign up at five dollars a month. And I announced yesterday the quality of her garbage information that she puts in the public is so good. You know things like reptile aliens want to fuss and eat us. <laughs> things like that's right. Uh, there are Chinese. There's hundreds of thousands of Chinese troops amassing on the Mexican and Canadian border, getting ready to invade us. Okay, so there's Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a clone. Kamala Harris is a satanic concoction. And all this information is the stuff she's putting out in the public. So I'm going to sign up for $5 <laughs> a month, and we're going to try to see if we can grab some of the shit that she's saying behind a paywall. Because it's got to be better. It's got to be better, right? I was Higher di- quality bullshit. I was really disappointed when I saw, um, I saw that, remember that alien video game, Area 51? And that fake alien picture. <laughs> yeah, yep. I got Linda Moulton Howe on that one, boy. Yep. Yeah, for those that don't know, Linda Moulton Howe posted a picture uh, <laughs> and said that it was a genuine gray alien taken on the moon. A picture of a genuine gray alien taken on the moon. And I recognized it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I, pl- I know I this played, picture I played that game. I played that game. I got a copy of it. Yeah, me a box. too. I have a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. So it turns out I do a reverse Google image search, and it turns out that the picture that Linda Moulton Howe <laughs> is claiming was a genuine gray alien taken on the moon was actually from a 2005 video game cover, uh, which was a first-person shooter where you run around Area 51 shooting aliens. And then she, I emailed her, and she emailed me back like, well, maybe the video game manufacturer got a hold of this secret photo. <laughs> like, she would double down on the garbage information. Like, you got caught, honey. Just give it up. You have got caught. You sold the fake picture. She put it behind a paywall, too. It was like, pay $3. Right. Join, join my website, and you could see the picture. And then she had it labeled, genuine gray alien taken on the moon. And after I got in this email spat with her, she kept taking people's money, but she changed it from genuine gray alien taken on the moon 
to alleged, alleged. gray alien. You got to be careful with the words. Like you were saying earlier with Wilcock, maybe this may be true. Apparently. This could be true. He likes apparently. 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 This might happen. Apparently. <laughs> apparently, my new insider is saying this. Apparently, this is going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, that gets them out of the, out of out of being guilty for just outright lying. Now they yeah, can every t- time I can't stand this guy saying briefings or intel because I keep making this argument like generals get briefing, diplomats get briefings, government officials get briefings. A washed up guy that was on Ancient Aliens with fake and, you know, fake fake teeth and a receding fake hairline teeth on YouTube and a receding hairline on YouTube and a bad dye job. Is not getting any briefings from anybody of importance. He's not getting intel. My my question was when I was at Contact in the Desert, I remember Elizabeth Wilcock, his wife, speaking, and there was a big line of people to go in and see her talk. And I, <laughs> I said, I said, who who's in there talking? They said it's Elizabeth Wilcock, and I said, what has she got to talk about? And they said, I don't know, but she's Wil- Wilcock's wife, so we're gonna go listen to her talk. And I started thinking because I watched them do, do these videos. I was thinking, like, like if I was getting briefings, like if I really was getting briefings and people were coming to me with intel, Stephen, if I just married some random blonde woman, right, and I just brought her to the briefing, this 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 like deep throat character wouldn't be like, who the hell's this woman, and just like take off, not give her the secret information <laughs> too. Yeah. She's getting this. She's she's she has her own insiders. Stuff. Apparently, she has her own insiders now. They're coming to her now. She's part of the grift, apparently. And I did some work on their charity recently. You'll love to hear this. They list uh, animal charities on their charity page. And at the bottom of their charity page, it says, when you donate to the Wilcock and Elizabeth Spiritual Foundation, that money is used to take care of animal, you know, to feed animals and take care of good people. And so I call the uh, animal charities and find out that they've never given them any money. They just put their direct donate button. So I'd like to know for all the money they're donating, people are donating to their charity. What animals are they feeding? Are they feeding their, their, like their house dog? This is KTLK digital broadcasting, the fringe FM. For all of you who supported the secret teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021 here in the month of Janus, year of the ox and the year of revelations you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books the old and new you'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the united states for free autographed if you'd like just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate subscribe option at the top of the page you get the archive montages digital books and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. 
So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio. The mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Secret Teachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. On The Secret Teachings, we use history and anthropology, magic and esotericism, and even a little bit of nutrition and comedy mixed with some great guests to examine our world and beyond. For 10 years, we've used occultism and symbols to bring you a unique and objective look at the past, present, and future. Join us by tuning in Monday through Friday to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, exclusively new right here on The Fringe FM, www.thesecretteachings.info. Was the deep state? I heard, I heard D.W. David Wilcock on J.C. You know, J.C. the J.C. show, not Jesus Christ, but the other J.C. the church guy, and he was on there telling him that uh, Alex Jones is going to have a heart attack and that Wilcock is going to replace him on Infowars. Did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Oh, and it was the Rothschilds wanted to set him up to be the next Alex Jones. Yeah, they were gonna, yeah and, and then after that, David Knight, who's been fired from InfoWars, David Knight did have a heart attack. And then some of these Wilcock people said, well, they tried to get Alex, but they missed. And they hit David <laughs> Knight. <laughs> yeah, they got David Knight instead. And I love this. I love this. Uh, I, I love what Alex Jones, even Alex Jones is sick of this letter of the alphabet shit. And here, I'm going to play this. Uh I think this will work. You, you got it. This is just pure fun. Even Alex Jones is tired of this letter of the alphabet garbage. There's, he's sick of it. He's sick of it, friends. 
Let's take a listen. I'm sick of all these witches and warlocks. They're full of shit. Pumpkin possums. I'm sick of it. You keep interrupting me. And all of it's lying. Because you're lying. That's why. Oh, there's energy. And oh, now we're done with Trump. You said he was the Messiah. You said he was invincible. I will not suffer your cute people after this. I know what you are day one. I know what you are now. Witches and warlocks. are full of shit. Pumpkin possums. I'm sick of it. You keep interrupting me. And all of it's lies. Because you're lying. That's why. Every goddamn thing out of your people's mouths doesn't come true. You said it was all over. You told the stuff. You. Witches and warlocks, you're full of shit. Pumpkin popsums, I'm sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Jones is sick of it, friends. He's sick of it. And you know what? So am I. I have digested so much of this garbage in the past couple of weeks that I have to pivot uh, to new subjects and new shows because my brain just can't take any more bullshit. Me too. Like, I am just stuck full of bullshit and as funny as some of it is after a while you go you know like i don't think i'm going to be on my deathbed thinking you know i wish i would have listened to more videos of david wilcock carrie cassidy <laughs> simon parks all lying through their fucking teeth you know i just i don't want to put any more time even when you talk to me about doing this show it's like i think i'm all talked out of this shit. like this shit is getting crazy T- tonight might my, be time to check out right? tonight's my last night on the secret teachings doing this for a, for a while at least i mean it's your yeah, fault you go in and out you go in and out and so do i you got it here's you got it you got to jump in there you got to ingest the bullshit try to block your brain right so it doesn't really affect you or infect you with the bullshit disease and then you gotta run. You gotta you gotta bail out after a while. I gotta do to Wilcox stuff basically what he does with his audience. He comes in real hard for a couple six hour presentations, and then he's gone for, <laughs> gone for nine months. That's how I have to view it. I'll put three hours into it, and then I'm gone. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Like, I think that we may see a David Wilcox vanishing act for a while. Oh yeah, but I'm I'm thinking that he can't. Because of that nine hundred or million dollar mortgage, mortgage that yeah. he so he may not do the after two thousand. He was so wrong; he disappeared for quite a long time. And after twenty twelve, when he told us that we'd all get light bodies and superpowers, when twenty twelve hit, uh, he disappeared for a long time too. He's got to like disappear so people forget how wrong he was. And then he comes back with new bullshit. Ta-da. Right? <laughs> ta-da. To, yeah, ta-da. I'm a channeler. I'm channeling Jesus now. I'm channeling Jesus. I, I'm, I'm curious to see if, if he's going to disappear for a while. And I don't know about you, but if I told everybody the inauguration will never happen, Biden will never step foot in the White House, trust the scam, it's never going to happen, friends. If I told everybody the Supreme Court was going to reverse the, the results uh, of the votes, right? If I told people all of this stuff that was so wrong, oh, by the way, he predicted that that Mr. Trump would win in a, in a landslide. It would be a landslide victory. And he did that the night before it happened. And he was totally wrong. You know, like a normal person has some kind of shame, right? Yeah, I wouldn't like, show my face at all. If you were this wrong, you'd be afraid to shit. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like being in high school and like claiming that some girl blew you. 
behind the school dance, and then everybody finds out that no, she didn't blow you. You you gotta you know you gotta have some shame for your lying and getting caught so lying so profusely that you gotta like step away for a while. If you have, but I have a feeling his money, his need for money is so strong that he's not going to be able to do it. If you have, he's going to pivot to this channeling bullshit now. That's if, what he's going to pivot to. If you've got any level of conscience at all. It has to. It has to weigh on you at some point. All no, the lies. He's, he's he's the savior of the world, man. The, the the people, his imaginary friends, that he's channeling are telling him. He spent an hour telling everybody in his last stream that his imaginary friends that he's channeling are very proud of him and and his wife for yeah. all of the important work they're doing. Do, do we have? I want to go. I want to go back to the Wilcock. Uh, uh, what he's going to do in the next six months to a year? Because I, I have a I have a thought on that. But do we have any information about the $333 mystery school? Like what you get when you go into it? Like, has anybody paid and like leaked that information? <laughs> I've had a few people tell me that it was the same garbage that he talks about on his public streams. So it's basically you pay $300 plus and then you get a, you get a private YouTube screening. Basically. Yeah. And it's all the same garbage that he talks about mostly on his public David, stream. David, David, Nothing Wilcock. new. He he's the I was like this in school. He's the kid who didn't prepare for his like five minute presentation and you had to talk <laughs> for five minutes. So you're just like, yeah. can, can you turn the lights down some? Can I move the podium? You know, and you talk yeah. real he's, slow. He's like the kid that didn't prepare for show and tell day. So he just shows everybody his pencil. Yeah, you know, like right. He, you're right. He doesn't. And, and oh, but. Then there's this other part that I think is very psychologically based with him. He's always telling people about how hard he works. And I got to tell you, oh, friends, yeah, I've heard that. Co- collecting 25, uh, collecting 25 slides about garbage. It, that's, that doesn't take that long, you know, especially if you can, it, he doesn't realize, like, I think it's subconscious with him. Again, this is a subconscious mind. He's so guilty because he knows he just sits around his mansion all day and then, I don't know, what is it, an hour or two before he has to stream a six-hour stream, he just puts some slides together and goes with whatever bullshit well, well, he can Well, that, that and you notice every single video. This this irritates me about Wilcox videos. When I, when I sit down and watch these things, he always starts it out with there's like an audio issue, a video issue, a, cam, <laughs> a, a camera lights out. He's like, this is what we have to deal with, folks, doing a live stream. It's always something. There's always a problem. There's always a technical issue. It's like, well, on that, I almost agree with him. But here's what I will say. He, he I don't think he the, does that. He does that to give himself credibility like he's under attack is what I think. <laughs> yeah, he claimed that the, 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 the last stream he did was so fun, jittery and the audio was out of sync that he basically claimed it was the deep state attacking his stream. Exactly. They don't want, yeah. And, and the other thing that people should be aware of is. You know, uh, Ryan, I know you do an incredible amount of work with very little resources, and so do I here. On his 2018 990 tax returns for his charity, David Wilcock claimed that he spent $10,000 on equipment and software. So he's got $10,000 worth of stuff, and he can't work YouTube. And he's got a 180 IQ, which is smarter than Einstein. So here's this guy... (laughs) Here's this guy who spent $10,000 of free money that people gave him on all of his equipment to run his streams, claiming that he has a 180 IQ, which would basically mean he's smarter than Einstein or Tesla or Elon Musk or Bill Gates. They're all way under 180. 
and he can't work a fucking live stream with 10 grand and a 180 IQ. Some some doesn't add up here. Well, that's what I'm saying. That even even you know there are obviously issues when you have live streams. I've done that for ten years. But the the issue with Wilcock is you have all that money, you have all this all these resources, you got all these camera angles. He's got like six cameras. It's like he sh- he's shooting some big Hollywood blockbuster. He has to get the ex- <laughs> explosion from six different camera angles. You know? I know, yeah. And you still at some point like you can't figure out how to get the live stream going. There's always an issue with it. That's why I just well, don't I buy love, it. I love that the audio is always out of sync. His audio is always oh, out of sync. In oh, other yeah. words, like he, he's a little bit behind or a little bit ahead <laughs> the video and the audio. And I'm thinking, like, I uh, everything here, my lighting, my backdrops, the, the webcam, the microphone I'm using, even the computer, like you know, everything here came from Patreon supporters and PayPal donors. And it's, but really, it's literally a couple hundred dollars worth of equipment. Yeah. And my audio is in sync. And yeah, we have technical issues. Usually it's user error. Like my big one is with this software, when you share a video, you have to click share audio. And I keep doing it. Like I'll share the video and then people in the live chat say, no audio, no audio. People start texting me, you know, there's no audio on the video. And then I have to, you know, yeah. So technical issues happen. But the fact that he spent 10 grand of other people's (laughs) money And this is another point that's worth pondering. Like, I don't understand the money circle. You're taking tax-free donations from people so that you can make videos that go on a monetized, money-making, profit-motive YouTube channel, and then people can send you more More, money money. (laughs) from Super Chats. And are the Super Chats going to his charity, or are they going to his business? And he won't answer these questions. Did you ever hear the one where he was sitting down talking about how he has to spin multiple plates because he's so broke? You heard yeah. that one? Oh, he's got to write yeah. books and do conference appearances. He can't make money just being an author. Yeah, he can't right? make money being an author. And then he sits there and he starts going through, you know, I'm not saying you have to be rich to shop at Whole Foods, but he starts going through these different stores. He's like, yeah, me and my wife, Elizabeth, we had to go to Crate and Barrel. We had to go to Whole Foods. We had to go to Home Depot. And he starts listing like all these high class stores or at least stores where you got to have a little bit of money to go shopping there. But see, it's people like this that they're so delusional and so disconnected from reality. The guy, the, <laughs> Absolutely. He, he grew up so wealthy. That's the lifestyle. He grew up in a giant house in Malibu. These, they're used to that. He doesn't know what to do without it. And it's not, it's not like Wilcock is a random person. As I've said, like he's a, He's come after me and tried to blackball me from conferences. It's just, it makes my job harder, Stephen. Stephen, when I want to sit here and I want to talk about, I don't care if it's aliens or whatever, and do it objectively. And I got this clown and other people like him attacking me for trying to be objective and then ripping other people off with stuff that's a phone call or, you know, a document which can prove them wrong. That's what bothers me about it. It makes my, yeah. it makes my job harder. I can't lie. I'm a very flawed human. And uh, I just mentioned this on my show. Like, I've discovered something. The truth doesn't sell well. It the does truth not. Does not, it does not sell well. So I'm looking at my meager income from the show that I'm trying to build here. And then you sit there in, in his live chat and you see, like, somebody just gave him a $2,000 super chat. One person gave him a $2,000. Like, fuck. And, and I've, I've said this, and I really mean it. You know, uh, Ryan, anybody can listen to your show and see that you do you put in the time, you do this research, you can cite sources, journalistic sources that are trusted sources. They're not fake. They're not 
child molesters that you're you're repeating stories from or you know like you do this real work and i'm kind of similar to that or trying to be and meanwhile these guys can just go and say whatever shit they want and and they're making tons of money and yeah i'm a flawed human but i i hate that and i i I got to believe that the universe has got to be more fair than that and that there'll be a balance eventually, right? Well, I heard like you say that. Money. You heard that on that show that I think, and I agree with you, I think that they should lose money now. I mean, I, I think the pendulum is swinging the other way. You lied and ripped people off for so long, especially on the letter four of the years. alphabet stuff. Yeah, four years on the letter of the alphabet garbage. Four and just, years. And, and attacked people, like verbally attacked and came after people like us, like you, Stephen, and myself for just questioning what they were saying. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? And You're a terrorist, Brian <laughs> Gable. I am a terrorist. You're a terrorist, too. We're all terrorists. And well, the, Okay, so there's another thing. I've got my thoughts are all over the place on this guy. That's another thing. He made Sather and Wilcock, they make these claims and Sather, he was going to come on my radio show. Did you know that? He was lined no. up. Yeah, he, I have an email from him saying he'd, he'd love to come on. And, and I got him in like five years ago to Wilcock's talk. Oh, that's talk, right. right. You got him into Wilcock's talk, yeah. Because he you didn't like, have you, a press badge. He piggybacked on your press badge, yeah. And then the next yeah, year right. he said he never heard of me. He's had never heard of the guy. And then as he's leaving the, I think I told you this, as he, I was walking out of the conference to go across the street to the hotel and he drives by in this giant SUV knowing who I am and starts yelling at me and heckling me out the window. It's that, that level of <laughs> <laughs> the lack of maturity and everything. It did it, it, excuse me. It probably looked like a 10 year old driving a big truck, right? Oh, he's pretty much. He's, He's so tiny. Yeah, he definitely he got that SUV uh, making smoothies. There's another thing. How do you go from making smoothies to being an insider who saw the cure for cancer? How does that happen? Because you know he said yeah. that he said he saw physically with his own eyes. He touched the cure for cancer. I mean, yeah. Well, listen, he's a health expert because he made some smoothies for health food people while he worked at a health food store. So he's a health expert, Ryan Gable. How dare you question his uh, authenticity? He made smoothies. There was probably wheatgrass and shit like that. Tofu in those smoothies for all you know. Right. How did they get picked? How did they, how did they get Did Wilcock go in to get a smoothie one day and he saw this guy and said, we can use this guy. Was he like molested? I hear, by? I heard something about, uh, Corey's Corey kids. Goods, Corey's kids. Corey Goods' former manager Roger somehow set up Sather and helped him take off. But I don't know if that's accurate. I'm not that interested in Sather. In fact, I have a real problem with him because I, I have an autistic child, and this clown talking at autism conferences telling people to what give their I children bleach. He was talking yeah. at an autism conference. Autism what, One, which what, is a very less than reputable autism what moron uh, organization. Gave, what moron gave him that spot to talk on autism? I don't know. I don't know. And I've invited him. I've said on my show publicly, he doesn't know anything about autism or especially the plight of a family that has to care for an autistic child. So I said famously, before you open your fucking mouth telling parents with autistic children what to do, Come and I'll, I'll I, we got a guest room here. I'll let him stay here for the weekend and help me take care of my autistic child just for two days. Because then before he opens his mouth about things that he has no idea about, he'll have at least some experience with what it's really like to care for an autistic child before he 
does stupid, irresponsible things like telling their telling autistic parents about fake cures. Like the miracle right? mineral solution? Is yeah, that it? Garbage. Garbage. Yeah. You know, that actually made it onto the FDA's website. I was looking at stuff on the website and it's and one of the popular questions was, Can I drink disinfectant? Can I inject disinfectant to prevent myself from yeah. getting sick? It's because of yeah. people like Sather. It's and people are given worse than listen, I said this uh, recently. If you're eighteen and you want to give yourself a bleach enema or drink bleach because you think that's good for your health, have at it. I hope it works out for you. Good luck. But these people are instructing people, and I don't want to say Sather did this specifically, but some of these people promoting this MMS are instructing parents of autistic children to give that to their children. You got you got to be you you, you could be a, yeah you could yeah, be arrested arrested for that. Listen, he made smoothies at a at a health food store, so you should listen to him and cure your child of autism. And see, they prey on the desperation. I listen. I love my son. He's very challenging, but we're more fortunate than most because he's what's called high functioning. And he doesn't speak. He's nonverbal, but he does things like go to the bathroom on his own. He eats on his own, you know? So we're better than most, but there are some families that suffer tremendously and they're willing to try anything to improve their situation and their child's situation. So they're preying on desperate people that are in pain, suffering with this illness because the whole family suffers it's not just the child this is what and that's what bothers me is like for some people if i was to look for an alternative to like aspirin or tylenol right maybe i'll try like turmeric turmeric helps with pains and joint pain things like that inflammation if i want to do that that somehow as an alternative you know cure gets grouped in with drinking bleach and then they come yeah. after everybody who's doing anything except yeah, so taking they do Tylenol. Damage, they do damage to everyone. And I mean, in the current health situation, it's kind of stupid, but you know, there's a lot of studies that a lot of people that are dying uh, during this health crisis are very deficient in vitamin D. But I can't tell people that you better take some vitamin D because I'm not a health expert or whatever. But, you know, you're right. Like even people that are giving common sense advice, like work on your immune system right now, are getting vilified because you're not a health, you know, expert. I know that you're because these nut jobs have been pushing (laughs) the snake oil, you know. I think that they're recruiting. This is where it gets really weird. Like they're recruiting these younger people like Wilcock and good. And then recruiting people like say to just come into and so suddenly say was like on a panel at a conference last year. It's like this guy went from making smoothies to being on an expert panel about aliens in the deep state. I, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to anyone who can think. And by the way, uh, people like Corey good. When I was at a talk, um, I forget the guy's name. I was at the talk. Oh, Freddie Silva. I was listening to him talk about crop circles. And this guy, he's really intelligent. If you know Freddie Silva, he's a very good writer, uh-huh. good author. And he's just... Good sources, good research. Yeah, very, very good sources. And he's breaking down the crop circle stuff I never heard before. Very new stuff for me. And I'm sitting there and like I gave him a round of applause at the end because it was a good presentation. And we hear next door, it sounds like a club. We heard... All right, here he is. You know, like the starting lineup to like a basketball game. They're like starting starting <laughs> yeah, at guard, start. starting at guard yeah. number three. You know, and it's like Corey Good, and then we hear yeah, we hear all these people screaming, just like overpowering Freddie Silva giving his talk, and just because Corey Good walked on stage and sat in a chair, 
people are like throwing their panties on stage. What, what <laughs> you know, where, where do they get this? Another, he's another funny, funny case of somebody that just came out of nowhere. Lifelong loser. And uh, listen, this is my opinion. This is my speculation. Uh, hopefully he won't sue me for saying this. But Corey Good was a lifelong loser before he lucked onto a television show in the form of Gaia Cosmic Disclosure and became uh, David Wilcox's storytelling friend, right? And now he's making all this money. He's trying to keep it going. Uh, but it's slowly, it's slowly falling apart for him, I think. Yeah, well, I didn't get one of the cease and desist letters. I know you didn't. I know Kev Baker didn't. Some people didn't get those letters, but a lot of big other big radio hosts got those letters. And uh, I was I wondered why people like us didn't get them. And I was thinking maybe it's because we don't have like contracts. There's no like legal contract with a business we work for. And people like us, we can say whatever we want a lot more freely than some of those <laughs> yeah, radio exactly. hosts. That's why yeah, we didn't well, get the actually, letters. I- I actually have some legal protections in place for my own show. Like I say that my show is produced by my LLC. So if somebody wants to sue me, they they got to sue the LLC. And I don't know, the last I checked, there's something like $47 in my LLC corporate account. So, you know, have at it. But you're not going to sue me personally. You're going to sue my company, which produces my show. You know, good luck. Good luck with that. Because, you know. If push comes to shove, I, 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 there's I, there's certainly a lot more things you could do if you have the company in front of you. And I would encourage you to look into doing that. It's only a couple hundred dollars to register an LLC just so you have the protection and the peace of mind that they can never, you know, uh, some of these crazy people suing everybody are basically telling people that they want to take their retirement money. They want to take their houses, their cars, their assets. And that's a crazy situation. But if you have a, a corporate entity in place that you work for, they can only get to the corporate side of things, not your personal, you know, I, I, I'm surprised if someone hasn't done it already, that, that, that someone hasn't like turned David Wilcox stuff into the IRS for the fraud that he's running, you know? Well, you know, it's interesting. I uh, requested the 990 forms and he's required by law to give them to me. The 2018 is on the irs.gov website, but the 2019 and the 2020 are not, which basically can mean one of two things, either he filed extensions or he never filed them. And uh, nearest to my understanding of the way the law works, any member of the public can go to a charity and say, I'd like copies of your 990 for yeah, They legally have and to give it to you. They have to, they have 30 days to provide it for you. And I've done that several times. I've even called their accounting firm listed on their charity paperwork and said, I want copies of them. And so far, Nobody's given me copies. So the only next step that I have is that I could file a complaint with the IRS for their lack of compliance. But, you know, that would be I'm an act of fence. terrorism, Stephen. Uh, exactly why I'm on the fence, because I don't know. That's pretty aggressive act. So we're, I'm just in limbo waiting for these 990 forms. I think it's in the public's interest to know how much money is David Wilcock collecting with his charity and what is he spending the money on? That's why these federal laws are in place surrounding charities for the transparency. So he's collecting all this money and he refuses to give the, the legal form showing where the money's going or how much he collected. Just an example, in 2018, when he started that, it was only it was only up for five months of 2018. He collected almost $100,000 in five months. And... He didn't do much with the money except spend it on himself, near as I can tell from the form that I do have. He spent it on, you know, 
I don't know, five, was it $10,000 on equipment and software, $5,000 on meals and entertainment? You know, I don't know about you, Ryan, but like I have a family of four and I did not spend $5,000 on takeout meals and entertainment last year for a family of four. We didn't spend anywhere near that. I mean, we're, we cook at home, you know. Yeah, and I do too. And I, I've uh, I've told people on my show the secret teachings that I live. I've told people what basically what I live on. I live like un- underneath the poverty line. I live under like fifteen thousand dollars a year, and I make it work. Like sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but well, I suddenly feel better about my wallet now. <laughs> Ryan Gable, because I am poor, but I ain't that poor, brother. That's right. Well, see, I tell people that because it's like if I can do what I'm doing with that kind of money, that what what could this guy be doing with the kind of money that he's got? You know, exactly. Where's that money oh, and, going? And, you know, I should mention. Uh, yeah, I'm always honest with my audience. The reason that I'm not at the poverty level is because of my wonderful wife. That's the only thing saving <laughs> me. She's got a great job, lovely woman, great mom, great wife. Uh, otherwise, if I was solo, I would be in the same situation. If you, you were like me, yeah. Yeah, I would be, yeah, I'm right on, yeah. As well, far as income, I'm probably worse than you right now. <laughs> it's, it's rough out there right now. I, I've thought, how is it possible? That's because I was looking at it logical, stupid me. I was looking at this stuff logical when I first came across the Wilcott crap. I was thinking like, well, I don't make more than $20,000 a year. How can I travel to conferences and do radio and do all the stuff that I do and, you know, have a good, have basically have a good life in terms of what I do on that kind of money. And this guy's on YouTube getting like thousand dollar super chats and complaining that he has no money and that the cabal's trying to bring him down and that he's, you know, he, he, he's being stalked and they're leaving bullets yeah. on his counter. How can this yeah. guy not get by? Yeah, you're right. And they spend money like rock stars, apparently, from several different insider sources have revealed they, they these guys spend money like rock stars. Who's you the know, I, who's the guy, Stephen, that had the bullet left on there? That's Emery Smith. That was Emery? Yeah. 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 And that was all manufactured garbage, according to his uh, one time father in law. I've got I've got some like thirty eight rounds in the other room. I can just bring one and just sit it on my <laughs> desk, take a picture. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put one outside my front door, and then I'm gonna say I'm under deep state attack. They're trying to stop my show. They don't want the truth getting did, out. So you've got to send me some money. Did you hear the one? I mean, th- th- I'm just reminiscing with you at this point. Did you hear the one? It, it's almost like it's it's like a comedy show or something. Like remember that episode? I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a fo- who would have ever thought too, uh, Ryan, and that like just listening to these guys and the crazy shit they say and stopping it and joking about it or commenting on how stupid it is or ridiculous or unplausible or un- impossible that this is real would become like a form of entertainment for people. Like people coming to watch me just say, look at this shit. This shit is crazy, you know? Yeah. And, but back to your point, though, about the money situation with him. You know, Mr. Spiritual Guru collecting apparently tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in charitable donations. And what, for the last three years, has his charity done for people? They put a bunch of other charities on their website. Elizabeth made a video about elephants and what about sloths. And that got like 600 views each. That's all they've done that I can find out. That's all that I can find that they've actually done. 
Have you clicked? Two YouTube videos, two YouTube videos, or three maybe, about the charities they're saying they support that they don't actually send any money to. They just put the button so other, you know, when you're done donating to our charity, give them some money directly. Are you sure? Are you sure it goes to those charities? Have you clicked on it? Does it go to PayPal? Where does it go? It go? No, no. Here's what they did. They have a list on their charity site that says, these are the charities we support. And then they list each charity. And then it says direct donation. And when you click the direct donation, you are donating directly to those organizations. But then at the bottom, okay. they say that the money donated to their foundation feeds animals and helps <laughs> people. And uh, I talked to at least several of the organizations listed and Everyone that I've been able to get on the phone so far has told me that they do not get any direct money from David and Wilcox Spiritual Foundation. They're just helping them advertise so people can donate maybe, to them. Maybe they're like feeding the neighborhood cats or something, you know? Yeah, and that, and that would be like a, that's a very honest statement. We use this money to feed animals or feed, like you said, feed their own dog. We use this. Money. I just think it's. I just think it's very deceptive to put two animal charities up there, and then you say that the money that is donated to our foundation helps feed animals. It's very deceptive. I, I don't know how anybody could give money. I don't care if it's a charity or not, or if it's a legitimate charity. How you can give money to or through uh, another site when the people that run that site, Wilcox site, have lied about virtually everything since they began this grift, <laughs> yeah, I right? Want, I wouldn't want my charity listed on theirs. Do you remember when he talked about the um, the tree falling in his yard? Oh, yeah, that was a big sign from God, right? Yeah, it was a big sign from God. And it just kind of like when I listened to him talk about that, he said something like he's like this tree fell over. He's like, it was just a huge disaster. Sticks hit the window. And there was just a huge mess of like brush and leaves and, and, and like branches in my yard. And I was thinking like where I was living at the time. A light, lightning struck a tree and knocked the tree down. I was living in just like a whole apartment in near downtown Rochester. You could see through the floorboards into the basement, and there's <laughs> like there's just trash in this trash in the street. And this guy's upset because he's got some branches in his yard. I mean, that just shows you that the, that's the level of ego and narcissism and psychosis of David Wilcock. His giant mansion. There's some branches in his yard. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and to the point about the charity is I'm all I just want people to understand. And, and let me be very clear about this. I'm all for charity. Uh, if it's a good charity that actually does something good for the community, you know, charities are great. There's charities that feed the homeless. Agreed. There's charities that help veterans. But they're not doing anything that we can see with any of this money other than paying for their mansion. And that bothers me. That bothers me. Well, you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to, uh, and I invite him. I'll I'll find some charities around where he lives. I'll fly in, and we'll go work at a soup kitchen for the day together, and we'll talk about our disagreements. I'd be willing to do that with David Wilcock. Let's go feed the homeless together, spirit guru guy that talks to Jesus. Is he going to do that? No, no, no. He's not going to go feed the homeless with me. He's not going to go, you know, help uh, shelter animals with me or anything that has social value. He's just going to take that money and maybe buy a new mansion, right? Didn't new hundred thousand dollar cars. Did, didn't you say he has another mansion? Didn't you guys look this up? I believe, you and some other people. I believe. I believe. I found two of them. I believe that 
he owns the one log cabin mansion that's a million dollar mansion and that he rents at least one other million dollar home. Well, I think the one he rents was the one he claimed was his studio to do the six camera angle videos for YouTube. There you go. That could be the mansion I, uh, that he rents for. So when you idiots donate to his charity, <laughs> that's another thing he does with that charity money. He rents a million dollar mansion to do his YouTube videos from. Meanwhile, I'm in this tiny little office. And if I pan the camera back, it would be embarrassing. There's like, it looks like a frat house in here. There's like beer cans, pizza boxes and shit. And this dude needs a million dollar mansion to do his show from. Six camera angles and a $40,000 crystal on the table behind him. You ever seen how much those crystals cost, dude? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing with the money. He's buying $40,000 crystals. Maybe that's what he's doing with the money. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, that another thing is I'm curious what you think. What do you think about him and that weird like business relationship he has with with Elizabeth? Like he treats her like she's a dog. You ever you listen? <laughs> yeah. 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 Put the slide up. Put the slide up. Yeah. Thanks this for angle. Thanks for holding up those papers while I'm trying to speak. She's holding up the cue cards. He's like, Thanks for holding up paper in my face while I'm trying to talk to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he tells her when she's allowed to talk, too. Yeah, you, know? you want to comment on that? 30 seconds. <laughs> all right, all right, like I was saying. Yeah, yeah, it seems to me like, you know, it's like that it's it's very uncomfortable watching them two interact because it makes me think that, like, she's suffered some kind of at least psychological abuse, you know, or something. Well, and, it, and it's what's funny is she's supposed to be a woman warrior, and Amazon. If, if, if I talk to my wife the way that I've seen him do, dude, she would punch me in the face. Dude, that's that's what, the kind of woman I'm married to. She would punch me in the face. That's a woman warrior, not a fake woman warrior <laughs> with fake kung. She's got fake kung fu belts. Kung, there's oh, no such yeah. thing as belts in kung fu, you dummy. She's got five black belts in kung fu. I read except that. There's no black belts in kung fu, except for American made up kung fu. And who gave her her black belts? Her husband, the she's, one she had before her woke up. She, she's got so she's got five black belts in kung fu. And I remember reading her bio at Contact in the Desert, and then on her website, it it was like a long. This is what Laura Eisenhower and all these people do. It's like a long list of buzzwords, like labeling a YouTube video or something. She was like an yeah. Amazonian warrior, priestess, goddess, lioness of light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got a quantum. You got to throw quantum, quantum. in. Yeah, it's a good She's buzzword. A quantum priestess. Yes. She's taking, I noticed this uh, on when she, I, somehow I get these like emails from some conferences and groups and I get Corey Good emails and I get Elizabeth Wilcock emails still. And I got one from her. It was like the Lioness Priestess Goddess Temple of Light organization is what it was called. That was like the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was specifically targeted at women. So I'm thinking like her grift, she's getting the new age soccer moms involved. David Wilcox going after the, the people that can't think for themselves, mostly primarily men. And they're just together. They're just like a con family. They just go. <laughs> out. They're like the, the con heads. I call them the con heads. And they just, they just rip everybody off. <laughs> it could be. I mean, look, I'm sure there's value in some courses that are designed or, or, or offering to empower women. But I just don't see some girl with five fake, Kung Fu belts <laughs> as being a credible person to teach well, that class. Did, didn't you and, say, and, she, you know, this is crude, but like if you had to fuck the guy that gave you the black belts, 
then maybe those black belts are not worth very much. And and she reminds me of like the girl, like the groupie girl that fucked the wrong guy, you know? Like she, she blew some dude to get backstage and then figured out that he couldn't get her backstage, you know? Like she had a fucking dude to get her. She was fucking the guy that was giving her the black belts that aren't real. You know, yeah, she's she's like blowing somebody who's who's like an audience member pretending to be a security guard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we do not, listen. Let's get off this subject. This is not good. This is not good. I, I wish yeah, the best for her. I you, heard from this elephant guy. Uh, was, I think his the name charity was guy. The charity guy. Yeah, I talked to one of her. He he was very like genuine, and he said, "I don't know which." Even he said, "I don't know what she's doing with David Wilcox." I knew her before Wilcox. She's a great girl. I don't know what the hell is going on with her, you know? And I don't know her husband. Nobody does. So apparently, like, the the sense that I got is, like, when you ever know somebody that, like, if they get a new girlfriend, you're not allowed to hang out with them anymore? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's the sense that I got from him. (laughs) Like, yeah, well, we used to be friends and we used to be close, but, you know, she married this guy, you know. David Wilcox, <laughs> David Wilcox, like the Keith Raniere of the New Age movement, and she's like the Allison Mack. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's this whole the whole situation is crazy. But I agree with you. It's like the Connie, you know, the Kanye family. The, you know, that's right. I don't know what. Uh, I don't getting know what, those New Age, they're getting those New Age dollars, brother. And well, now Wilcox going back to channeling, right? They found a way to to merge, like. If it was some kind of like super advanced technology, like cold fusion, like they've had a breakthrough in, in like psychological manipulation and conning. They found a way to merge like hardcore extremist political views with aliens, new age communities and UFO cults. And they've just bring it all together under this one giant con that they call the alliance versus the deep state, which apparently where they merge the politics with the aliens, apparently the deep state also involves aliens. And then they've got like galactic, <laughs> galactic sure, federations. Yeah. yeah. They've mixed it, matched it. If they, if, if, if you were to think, stop and think about it, you've got to give some of them credit for that level of conning ability. And, <laughs> and the realization that look, all of these weird subcultures are too small on their own to make enough money. So we're going to bring together all these different disparate subcultures that all have, you know, uh, similar beliefs or they're open-minded enough to believe some of this shit and just jam them together. Yeah. Just jam them all together, (laughs) throw them all, you know, the meat every once in a while. Like we'll talk about the letter of the alphabet for a while. Then we'll talk about some alien bullshit. Then we'll talk about some Ascension shit. It's almost like a, it's like a conspiracy quilt. They've sewn all these different narratives together, and then they sell you this this nice quilt. But it's just it's fake. <laughs> it's all a fraud. Yeah, absolutely. Then, I think we can end on that. I want I want to ask you a serious question. What what is it about Wilcock and these people? What what makes you talk about this? Is it just the the, the conning and and people being ripped off and not knowing the behind the scenes stuff? What is it about this that makes you interested? Yeah, I think I think I have some level of fascination with the psychological aspects of all of this. I'm interested in how people can believe the things that he's been saying, especially when he's been so wrong over 20 years and made up such incredible stories that were so fantastical and never came true and never happened. But the other part of it is probably like I consider a public service too, 
to like show people like look at this shit like you're gonna give this guy your money really look at this shit. some of this shit does not look good especially around the money situation let let me t- uh, let me tell you that the last thing he said about that mini nuke which i guess <laughs> shrinks cities in a big and i guess he said it makes a big crater but it doesn't cause any destruction I noticed two things about that, Stephen. One, it's Stephen. It's very similar to that crap he said about ascension, where he said, even if you don't listen to what he's saying and you're not a part of the alliance, you're still going to go to a really cool place. So, like, he's cut out anything where there's punishment or destruction or negativity. That's that new age crap. Then the other stuff that he says where I, I think, like, there's no way this guy can can beat the claim that the cabal's going <laughs> to siphon the gas out of my car, and then he comes yeah. up with a mini-nuke, you know? I wonder if, like, I really think that maybe there's something... It's almost like this guy is like... It's like a TV show. It's like a Truman show. It's like someone's, like, financing and funding this guy and writing the script, and he's performing it. That's how surreal it feels to me. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it literally, Stephen. I'm just saying like it feels. It could, like it could that. be though. It could be. It absolutely could be. And if if people don't think that, you know, I, I think it's giving him too much credit. I really truly believe he's just a con artist. But a lot of people have said that. Yeah, like the, there's some kind of government agency running him, and he goes out there and makes everybody look ridiculous. That's researching secret space program. Because before he came and shat all over that, it was a really interesting field of research. And people were starting to find out some stuff that the government was hiding from us, right? And then here comes this guy with this fake secret space soldier, Buck Rogers, in the form of Corey (laughs) Good. And now, like, when people talk about secret space program, they're not talking about the real research. They're talking about this garbage, yeah, and the same thing with UFOs. Like he tells so many ridiculous stories about UFOs that are all he, fake. He, he claimed, okay, so this is the mini nuke story. He claimed that the reason the Chinese didn't drop the mini nuke, and I mean mini in quotations, the mini nuke, it miniaturizes everything, is because aliens shut it down. And then he starts citing all these military stories from like the Cold War, where you've got like UFOs over military bases. Now, like that's all declassified a lot of it, and it's. At least the people that saw them were there. It supposedly happened, right, with the nuclear weapons being shut down. But that's like a story from the Cold War. It has nothing to do with a nuclear weapon the Chinese made that shrinks cities. You throw out the one piece of fact, and then you tack your bullshit on top of it, and then people will believe you, Ryan Gable. I got got to show you something. For one second, I'm going to go away from the video. I got to show you something I found. You're gonna love this okay. to end okay. the show. Okay, it's show and tell time. Show and tell. I didn't. Pre- I didn't prepare, so that's why I have to go <laughs> no, get it's, it. It's that's quite all right. Now I'm gonna to try to fill some dead air uh, while Mr. Gable finds whatever it is that he's looking for. Oh, that was fast. Yeah, it was right around the corner in the uh, the bookshelf. So they have these free libraries. You've seen these free libraries in cities where you get you can people <laughs> put books. Dude, yeah, look, I've seen a library. Look what I found. I found a brand new copy, never been opened of the source field in one of these libraries. And I opened it up, Wilcox's book, and I'm looking through it. And he's got like, he's got sources in here. There's like 50 pages of sources and notes, but it's from his own website, like davidwilcock.com. Uh, David Wilcock and uh, what is this other book? The, the 2000, 2012 Enigma. He's referencing his own books and his own movies and his own <laughs> website. He's copying and pasting from himself. Yeah, dude, that's the sources. 
He's co- he's yeah he's he's copying and pasting from his other books and then referencing those as sources in the new books. Well, it gets better if you copy any of his books into a plagiarism checker. You will find that they're they come back fifty to sixty percent plagiarized. Oh, I've heard so that. He also, yeah. So besides copying and pasting his own books from his websites, he copies and pastes a whole bunch of stuff out of everybody else's books. His preference is re- referenced under Wilcock David 2012 Enigma, the documentary. And then the next reference is divinecosmos.com. And then the next reference is a random Google video. And the next reference, <laughs> and it just goes on and on like that. I mean, this, it's just, someone probably bought this book and they, they thought, this is just full of shit. And they just dumped it immediately. It's never been open. Yeah, it's brand and, new. And, you know, like n- not for nothing. I didn't get very far in college, but I got as far as English 101 and 102. And I'm sure that a real college level course in writing would say those sources are garbage. You can't cite yourself. You, <laughs> you can't dummy. cite yourself. And he, listen, that's another thing. He's had the benefit of mommy and daddy paying for a real education. He should know better than, the, you know, like, I went to community college, but even I know that you can't just cite yourself in a book. You know, you can't cite yourself as the source to prove your arguments, especially if you're if you're trying to, uh, you know, move a discussion about these subjects forward. Like, I'm just going to cite myself. There it is. I'm just glancing through it. This isn't a big deal. I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it was funny. I just, yeah, that book in particular is filled with Pete Peterson stories, who's a completely field, totally yeah. fake, fake, made-up whistleblower that was senile. Uh, yeah, great. Oh Good quality God. work he does. Yeah, Such great quality work. It probably doesn't take very long to write when you you know, Command-C, Command-V, Command-C, <laughs> command <laughs> I bet you the... I bet you the C and V keys on his uh, keyboard are like worn off. Just burned out. Yeah. <laughs> just burned out. Just copy and pasting another book together. I'm the New York Times best-selling author. But you can't uh, make which, you can't make money off was, that though. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, apparently he buys a lot of his own books, and I have that from several sources. I've, I've heard that from you different know, people to, too. Yeah. To put himself on the New York Times bestseller <laughs> list, he buys thousands of his own books. Maybe they're stacked up in his garage. I don't know. Yeah, use them for firewood, right? I, I, I sometimes you don't have to, um, you don't have to really like make stuff up. I think it's a mindset that people have. I, I think it's really psych warfare that is giving people this mindset. Like I heard that there wasn't a riot or a protest or whatever you want to call it at the Capitol. I heard that the Capitol doesn't exist. It's a soundstage. <laughs> and oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've heard that about the inauguration. That it was all fake. It was all done on a movie set on a on a White House movie set. Yeah, this this right? is like intel agency crap, man. This is like flower power, passive uh, resistance to the Vietnam War, the hundred flowers campaign in communist China. This is like intel stuff. That's why I really do think like behind the scenes, this guy can't just be. I mean, this is like Pentagon, you know, disinformation, <laughs> disinformation. Could be. I don't know. I hate to give him that much credit, but even if you, even if we were to believe that that he does have some kind of government handlers and and helpers or whatever, then at, at most he's just a useful idiot, right? Just spreading right, disinformation right. that they want out there. Or I've often said this, and we 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 
touched on it briefly, like him coming out and all over these subcultures where people were once doing great research is muddying the waters. And it's making those subjects laughable to the average person. Oh, yeah, there's a secret space program. Yeah, because some guy time traveled and fought aliens <laughs> on Mars and then he came back. Right. But he doesn't have any proof. Yeah, there's a secret space program. I think that it may just be that some people were getting a little too close to some of the real truth about what the government is hiding in space. And they wanted to muddy the waters. And we've seen they do that. They absolutely they do that. Well, they don't even have to. Nobody has to like hire David Wilcock or hire any of these people like Corey Good. All they would have to do, I guess, I would imagine is like through big tech companies, just go and, you know, have them like promote and advertise and push their material. That's why Wilcock never gets taken off YouTube. His stuff gets millions of views. And while, while other stuff of a guy with 100, you know, subscribers and 25 views talking about the same thing just gets shut down because it's or talking about something that's more objective, they get shut down and Wilcock can keep doing his stuff. And Facebook doesn't yeah. block him. You know, YouTube doesn't block him. Twitter doesn't block him. I mean, we're, we're, well, we're, he, he certainly was in violation of the YouTube terms of service many times talking about the health situation, many times talking about the presidential situation and uh, you're right other channels just get stamped right out and meanwhile he just keeps going and that has been one argument i have a friend that's convinced that he's some kind of cia operative or involved with the cia and he'll tell me that's why that's why he can he can violate the, the youtube terms of service and not get taken down because he's got backers in the government and they're and they're in line they, they want him spreading this garbage and making these subjects laughable and not worthy of credible I mean, research or study. Plausible, highly speculative, plausible though, but I don't necessarily think that's the case either. I think the guy is a con. I think he's a fraud. I think he's he's got the grift of gab, as I showed you that picture I made for the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use that. I got to send you the other ones, like the Mystery Scam Theater and Lord of the Lies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mystery scam theater. Yeah. You've done multi parts of that. Yeah. I'm on part, yeah. I'm on part four, but I, I know we're about out of time. I don't know if you wanted to end on something. Um, for any, no, uh, why don't you just tell everybody where they can find you? Cause everybody knows, Oh, oh for, we're, we're doing a simulcast. So for your yeah. viewers and your listeners that want to find out more about my show, where can they find Stephen Camby and where can listeners yeah, just, find you? Just search Truth Seekers on YouTube or uh, at Stephen Cambion on Twitter. I post all the shows the day that we do them. And, uh, you know, if you miss the live show, we have a live chat and live call in lines here while we do the show. You can always catch the replays on the YouTube channel. Just search Truth Seekers on YouTube. And Ryan, why don't you tell my side here where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on the Fringe FM which you can find on uh, you know TalkStream Live and others, but the easiest way you can go to thesecretteachings.info. That's my website where you can find my books, the archive. I do montages for most of my shows, so that's a separate archive on the website. Um, I do a promo pick every night for the show, put it up on social media. That's how you can kind of keep up with the topic matter, and uh, we'll bounce around all over the place. Hopefully, I can pull away from the gravity of the David Wilcox subject and go and talk about something yeah, I'm, else. I'm checking out, too. I can't <laughs> take any more of this bullshit. It's just bullshit overload. I'm up to my ears in bullshit. Like, literally. Yeah. Can't, I can't I'm, do it. I'm going to have, like, an aneurysm if I watch any more of these videos. <laughs> yeah, but listen, here's what we got to do. Let's hope he takes some time off, right? But when he comes back, we'll do this again. 
All right. We'll, t- we'll and we'll in live time, like you will have his video playing, and we'll both laugh at it. And, the yeah, mystery scam, mystery that. scam theater. It'd probably be on part seven. Uh, well, if I don't do anything until then, part five. Mystery scam theater, part <laughs> there you five. Go. My, my, All right. If I'm making a prediction, yeah. my prediction is. He's either, I'm, I've got three predictions, so one of them might come true, so it'll make me a better profit if I give a lot of predictions. One of, yeah, one of them is bound to stick. Sh- throw a lot of shit out there. Yeah. Do 10. Okay. <laughs> so my, my three are, Wilcox going to continue with, with the letter of the alphabet stuff to a degree, but shift into the, uh, the imaginary friend channeling and the Jesus Christ channeling, and maybe he's going to channel <laughs> Muhammad too, who knows, you know, or Buddha. But I think what they're going to do with the letter of the alphabet movement is they're going to claim that it was infiltrated and they're going to stick with it because there's still a plan. And because it was infiltrated, the real plan didn't get carried out or what's going to happen with the letter of the alphabet is they're going to claim that it's the plan went through and that like Trump made a deal with Biden and Trump's still running the United States and follow the plan. It's, it's still happening. Follow the scam. It's still happening yeah. or it all did happen. The plan took place. But there's a divergent timeline now, and we end up on the wrong side of it. That's yeah. good. You should. I, <laughs> I, I, I would give you a super chat if I was on YouTube watching this. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. Well, I, I want to thank everybody for joining us. This is the first of hopefully we'll do this again, simulcast between Truth Seekers and the Secret Teachings. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks, Fred. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to balance out and just stand by. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.